Hi, I'm Peter. And I'm Katmia. And welcome to the This and That Chat. I can see your eyes. You can see my eyes? I can see. <laughs> well, obviously, I can see your eyes. I would hope you can see my eyes. You're <laughs> facing me. I can see your eyes looking like, huh, did I do something wrong? Yeah, I think I jacked that up, right? You said and. I did. Yeah. It's just welcome. Welcome because to the and, this and that and chat. And and just, and 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 and. Just sounds repetitive. I'm sure people don't even notice. They don't. That's literally just me. It's you. Right? Yep. Yes. I'm persnickety like that. <laughs> Can we get a definition for persnickety? Okay. I have a great idea. Give me what you think persnickety is and I'll tell you if you were in the ballpark. Persnickety. Just Pers- in your own words, what is it that you think? Persnickety. Um, picking. Okay. You're just going to go with one word? Yeah. Okay. This is the definition, okay? Placing too much emphasis on trivial or minor details. Fussy. You're not far. I'm not far. Picky. But picky is kind of broad in general, but see, I am persnickety. There's this thing that I have loved since I was a kid, and it's the the thesaurus, or how I like to say it, thesaurus. The thesaurus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Remember where we got that word from, thesaurus? No. It's in Fable. Oh, yeah. You have that mission that you have to go do, and it's Barnum's thesaurus mm-hmm. that you have to go find, and that's how he pronounces it. I remember. That and was a good I, game. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, we have never talked about our gaming past. We, we have haven't. a dark past in gaming. Hey, I think we should make an episode about that. Just reliving those moments. Okay. Especially in the day and age now of Twitch and all that noted. stuff. Yeah, noted. But anyway, I've always loved um, getting like a word of the day. Of course, you know, like when I was a kid. There was no such thing as uh, an app sending you a word of the day, right? So I lived in the dictionary. And the dictionary was not quite like the thesaurus because that's what I liked was the synonyms, learning the synonyms. But the dictionary was where I, I got the first start, was just learning um, definitions of words. It was actually a goal of mine to make it through A through Z of words in the dictionary. Just at least to read through them and having like... To read the dictionary like a book? Like a book, right? So that at least I could say that I had come into contact, I guess, with all the words that existed, which I don't I don't think... Well, I mean, perhaps, right? I had a Webster's Dictionary, so it would have all the words that exist. And I always wanted to compete in a spelling bee, Okay, because I, I, <laughs> I was such a good speller from when I was a kid. I was always a great speller. And I think that it was something that my mom, you know, she, she speaks two languages, right? But her first language is Spanish. And so as she was homeschooling us, she was learning all of these English language rules, all the, the, the blends and the sight words and the, you know, exceptions to the rules and all of that stuff. And she was so, um, 
how can I say it? She was very like uh, strict. Is not the word I'm looking for. I'm, I'm meticulous. I'm, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I'm looking for another word, but she wanted us to be excellent at the English language, and even to this day. She hates making a, a punctuation mistake or misspelling a word. So she always tells us if I say the a word wrong. The origin of my <laughs> terrorizing has that's, just that's been what, th- found. I was going to tell you that. Thank you, Marmy, for making my life <laughs> a punctuation nightmare. But so that's how I became the grammar police. Okay. Oh, it's horrible. And I think I Listen, mentioned this. I, I have sent text. To a certain someone recently, <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> oh no! And I made a mistake, and I corrected it and yeah. resent it to her. Uh huh. Because it was missing a comma. Okay. So the sentence didn't read right. Okay. And she goes, Peter. I'm so proud of Denise. <laughs> That's what she sent back. Because she knows I'm the grammar police. Yes. I was like, goodness, I don't even get the credit. I mean, but shouldn't I get the credit, though? It's all these years of telling you that's not how you spell two. It's T-O-O. That's not fair. <laughs> but she should I have made... said she was proud of you. No. She should have said she, she was proud of she you was, for fixing it. She was it. proud of you oh, for thank fixing you, Wendy. me. <laughs> <laughs> but... It was one of those things that I just wanted to be in a spelling bee because I thought I would definitely make it to the last round, okay? Um, And all of these movies that I've talked about in the past that we have watched, uh, there's two of them that stick out the most because they both had um, references to knowing these really big words, right? And one of them was Anne of Green Gables, she in class has to spell chrysanthemum, the flower, okay? And she's so snobby about the fact that she is an excellent speller. And she hears one girl spell it incorrectly. And then her rival, Gilbert Blythe, spells it and he misses one vowel. And she stands up and like literally sticks her nose in the air as she's spelling to show I'm such an excellent speller. So these are the people I had to look up to, right? And then Little Women, Amy, loved using big words because she felt it made her sound so sophisticated. But the way that she pronounces things is like instead of saying thesaurus, thesaurus, because it's fancier. So these are, this is what I looked up to, you know? And then Disney, sorry, go ahead. So did you, did you know that I was in a spelling bee once? You were not. I was. How, what grade? I don't remember. You were in a spelling bee, please. How many rounds did you last? Well, I, I, I misspelled the word failure. You're such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this is impossible. This is totally impossible. <laughs> you know where that's from. It's got to be in the office. That's the office. Of course. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Dwight says that. He's like, <laughs> I was in a spelling bee once. <laughs> I was eliminated because I misspelled the word failure. <laughs> it's the last time I misspelled the word. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But Sorry. Then Disney. You, you set it up. I had, to, I had to take it. 
Disney released this movie way back in the early 90s, it has to be. And it was called The Girl Who Spelled Freedom. I don't even think that this is available in the Disney Vault, which is a shame because Disney made a lot of home movies. Um, not, not home movies. What am I talking about? Like um, live action movies that are not available. I would I, like we have Disney Plus and it's not available there. And it is an excellent, excellent movie. It is based on a true story about uh, where there was a conflict in Cambodia and there were families that were coming over here. Um, Cambodia. Mm, I may be saying that wrong. I know it was during the Vietnam stuff. There were people who were coming over because they were, yeah, it was Cambodia. Um, and they were being adopted by American families. And this girl escaped with her mother and her siblings. And they came and were adopted by a family here. And immediately, like the mom uh of the of the american family she she noticed that this girl was really bright you know and she it was the first time that she was learning to read these kids ate from the garbage like even though they had a meal with this family they would hide food in their rooms just in case they were without food again like the the background that she came from the life that she had before was insane and then she went on to win the spelling bee um, and it was something that they didn't even want to enter her into the thing because she wasn't American. She couldn't really spell. And she outspelled all the kids there. It was a very inspiring movie. Um, so it was one of those things like, anyway, that's, uh, that's my love of words. And the language comes from way back in the olden days. So, so let's talk about words. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> words. So, <laughs> this is I, you're here talking about the spelling bee and all this stuff, and the only thing that I could think of is the different words that we use. Okay. So How like, so? okay, so like I have specific words. Okay. That I've learned growing up, my Spanish side, uh -huh. right? The the words that that we have um, are very different from words that you may have been uh privy to growing up okay okay so um okay i was thinking um because when you said you know with your mom spanish was her first language mm -hmm. and then she had to learn all these new rules and this new everything that's going on with um with the english language and then enforce those rules Right. And now it's like, no way I can't mess it up. OK. Um, it made me think about what did she do with all the with with all the stuff that she had learned growing up? Like, I mean, her, does she still use her Spanish? Yeah. So, But I'm saying like 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 some of the because you can't. I know I've tried to do this before where you try to translate a Spanish phrase mm -hmm, mm -hmm, into English mm -hmm. and it just doesn't go. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know. We talked a little bit about this well, when, when in the birthday episode where I was talking about my favorite food and how the, um, the oxtail thing, the yeah. oxtail thing, yeah. it's such a different, you know, it's the same words and, and it happens all the time with my guys where they're telling me a word 
and it takes like four or five different words for me to get back around to understand what it is that they're saying mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. But um, it's so just to answer your question and two, two things. Um, when I was in psychology class, they talked about how people who have they know more than one language, there's a part of their brain that's activated, that's not activated in people who only know one language, right? So in, in to put it plainly, there is space enough in your room to have a comprehension of words or phrases or, you know, how you say things in one language, and it does not get lost at all, because now you've made a new space mm-hmm. for the new language well, right it doesn't get messed up in your brain right but it gets it doesn't make sense coming because, out of your mouth and that's the thing it's because there are certain phrases or even ways of saying things right that cannot be translated into another language because they they were not intended to be part of that language so if it's a common word you know like sofa that can be translated into something that, okay, well, how do you guys say this thing over here? Oh, you say sofa. Oh. <laughs> you didn't even <laughs> <Perfect>. try. <laughs> okay, we'll just say it like that with see, that accent. But you see, know? that's the thing. It's sometimes, sometimes some of the words are just translated over with just a little bit of accent uh, added to it. Right. Right. Another word that I love is fastidious. Okay. I love that. Okay, and translate that word into Spanish. Into Spanish, fastidiosa. But my question is, no. does fastidiosa mean the same thing? It doesn't. That fastidious means. Okay, you look up. I'm going to look it up in English. You look it up in Spanish. No, I know what fastidiosa means. Okay, well, maybe what it means for you is different, though. Okay, so let, uh, then let me tell you what I think it means. Okay. So fastidiosa means you're someone who is bothering you're consistently bothering somebody else. And, right. That's how I would say it too in Spanish. Right. Okay. Again, I am fastidious. Just okay. like I'm persnickety. What does that mean? Very attentive to and concerned about accuracy and detail. So it has nothing to do it with one nothing, or the other. And yet so, they sound exactly the same. So is that a translation or is it just two different words? Oh, so then that's what I was going to say is that I don't think there is a, a word in Spanish for persnickety. Probably not. No. That was made for the English language. If the etymology is even English, I don't even know. It could be because a lot of times we have words, you know, our, our English language is made of words that are French, that are from other mm-hmm. places. So, so it's one of those things where I use Google Translate a lot for one of my classmates, right? Because she, she understands things in Spanish a lot better, right? So I'm trying to practice my spelling with her uh, because I am a horrible speller in, in Spanish. But there's a lot of times in Google Translate, if you go under Spanish, it allows you to type on your board without it auto-correcting it into, like, that's not an English Mm -hmm. word, right? So I do that, and I spell it the way I think it is, or how I would say it conversationally, all right? And then when I put it to English to make sure that I did it right, it is a messed up (laughs) sentence, you know? But hey, I know that at least I spelled all my words right, and I can say it to her, and that's how you speak conversationally. So, But see, conversational English is even different from... 
proper English. Because the same thing happens in whatever language that you're that you're 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 speaking in. Because even in English, like there's words that you use that you wouldn't use in a in a speech. Let's say. Well, yeah, especially like first thing that comes to my mind is a, like uh, words with apostrophes in it. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to say isn't or can't. You're supposed to, you know, say the whole word or nope. out. Right. You know, you know yep. Yeah. Like there's, well, those there's are... formal. I feel like there's formal sp- speaking and then there's casual it's the everyday same, and speaking. And it's the same also in, right. in any other language. So one of the things that, uh, the other thing I was going to answer you is that interestingly enough, it's not like I feel like my mom tried to lose her Spanish, but she, I remember her telling me this when I was young, she hates reading in Spanish. And as much as it was... A, a challenge for her to learn a new language. Every single book that she owned was in English. And she learned words. And my mom is, she has excellent vocabulary. That And I think that that's the thing. is like for her, it was such a treasure trove to be able to have like this rich vocabulary. Or as Amy says it, vocabulary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that... She wanted us to have the same thing, you know, so. But see, that that's the thing. Like, when I speak, when the, listen, it's tw- almost 21 years or 21 years. In the time that I've had conversations with your mom where she pulls out Spanish, to me, it sounds like Spanish is her second language. And I would have to agree with you. I would have to agree that now that is the case. Because that's what it sounds like. And for me, I feel like I have such a mishmash because I use Spanish so much at work mm-hmm. and then I come home and I'm using English Yeah, and I'm putting stuff all together and it's all just such a mess. But I also think that your vocabulary has um, gotten richer through the years because I, agree. I don't use plain words. I, you know? I agree. I definitely agree that it's it's gotten richer. So one thing that I do with Nikki um, for a while now is that I finally got her on to getting a word of a day, right? Um, and so what we would do is that we would share, because I think she's using a different app than I am. We would share the word of the day, right? So we would, like, I would go to her and I would say, okay, word of the day, persnickety, Go. And then she would know to ask me, okay, is it a verb? Is it a noun? Is it an adjective? Just so she could get her mind around, what am I looking for? Is this an action? Like I wanted her to have a good understanding of that, right? And then I, w- I wait for her to do the same thing. Give me what you think this word means. And you are allowed for a sentence. Give it to me in a sentence to kind of get the understanding of, oh, I think that's what it means. And sometimes she's hit me with words that I'm like, whoa, I have never heard that word before. Right. And I don't know. It's just something intriguing. I think I think you could classify it as nerdy. (laughs) (laughs) Something else that happens to me um, is I'll get people, depending on who I'm speaking with, um, they can never figure out my nationality. Oh my gosh, I've got the same problem. So yesterday, really? yes, because you yesterday? look really, really, really American, though. Yeah, yesterday or the day before, I, 
I don't remember. Days are kind of mixed in. It wasn't yesterday because we were at home. Sometime this week. Yes, I don't remember. Anyways, <clears throat> I had somebody come and talk to me. And they were like, oh, you sp- you speak Spanish? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm Cuban. But you don't look it. And I was like, yes, I know I look very white, but I speak Spanish. <laughs> so I'm speaking to them, right? And uh, the lady was from Venezuela. And what ends up happening is I start talking to her and then I pick up the Venezuelan swing yeah and then she's like what the heck like she stopped mid conversation and she's like how do you know those words or how do you know those phrases Mm -hmm. and it's because i've worked in so in down here in south florida there's there's a um a space where it's like the it's like a melting pot inside the melting pot that is miami it's doral and there's a lot of like Venezuelan, Colombian, um, there's Cuban, there's Mexican, there's so many different mixed um, Hispanic people that live in this area. And I worked in that area for such a long time that I dealt with so many different people that I learned a lot of these different little, um, what do they call them? The... Like little things in the in the language. Yeah, in, I would guess that they would be like gestures and like yeah, like ge- I can't like think gestures of, in in the. There's a word in for the that. pronunciation of the words and and the the um, goodness, what's it called? The um, like the the gate of the conversation, mm-hmm. like the way that you say gate. things, huh? Look at you using gate. I know. I'm getting pop. I'm getting you fancy. Fans. G-A-I-T. Whoa. What? Five get stars for Peter. Get out. Get out. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for you to spell <laughs> G-A-T-E. <laughs> That's horrible. That would be, but. It would have been. But, um, so here I am, like, I, I, I make these adjustments when I speak to certain people. And even, you know, even with the, with, you know, with my guys, when we're out there working, I've picked up a lot of their, um, their phrases. And, um, two of my guys are from, um, from a very specific place in Mexico. So they have these words that they throw at each other. That is like, I've learned them. different dialects Mm -hmm. within their own country. Right. So, um. One of one of the guys is really good in making sure that he enunciates and speaks to me more clearly because um, he knows that I have to translate, translate it. That, yeah. <laughs> um, but the uh, but the other one, he because I'm using some of their dialect or some of their stuff, feels comfortable and he just starts rambling on. I think I mentioned this in one of the previous episodes where I have to tell him I was like, wait, 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 wait. You need to either say it to me in English or in Spanish, because right now I have no idea what you're but saying to me. do they speak English? Huh? Well, their English is really bad, but it's funny. Oh. Well. They try. I've been trying to teach them. Yeah. But, um, but it's really funny. I'm like, I'm like, listen, I'm like English, Spanish, or maybe a little bit of French. That's it. Just enough for me to, to you know, whatever. 
But it's like it's so funny because so they, they that's can't. another thing that that we learned about is that you are going to be easily able to pick up another person's um, words, I guess, even the way that they pronounce it. Uh, pr- <laughs> I think I'm trying to say enunciate and I'm enunciate. saying pronunciate. <laughs> Enunciate. <laughs> Enunciate their words. Um, if you know more than one language, it'll be easier for you to do that. So I have noticed that it's easier to pick up once you, you get the rhythm of it, when you pick up the thread. But I have never really uh, committed to memory these different things from these different countries. Okay. And it's, I don't have I, them committed to memory. They're but just. I'm, I'm saying it in a way because like I'll say. Happens. To my mom, uh, I think I think there's something that people say that's like que que vaña, que viña, something like that. And I don't even know if it's a bad word. That's the other thing. I have to be super careful when I repeat <laughs> things in Spanish because I don't know. And my mom told me that that's a Colombian thing. When I say oh, que vaina. yeah, is that like what a mess? No, it's like hey, what's up. No way. Yeah. I thought it was like, what a what a conundrum I'm in. I'm sure that the word technically has a different... Is it a Colombian thing? Yeah. Okay, that's so the only I know thing that it, I remember. It, it, it probably has technically a another meaning. Okay. But it's like... Okay, voilà. okay, but you cannot go to Google Translate and type that in there. I know that. It's going to tell you... That you spelled vine wrong. Okay, but look, look, look <laughs> let, let's let's use quebola. Okay. Right? What does quebola mean? Okay, here's the thing, people who are listening in the world, and you, Peter. Okay. Is that one thing that I have learned about Cuban language, Cuban Spanish, I should say? Okay, is that y- the way that you speak Spanish is like you took off. You're saying the word and then you like, you didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's never fully enunciated. Okay. Here, okay. I'll do it slower. Nikki told me that when que you're singing. Bola. Nope. You're still missing it. Okay. How do you say tree? Mata. Another word. Arbol. Oh, doesn't that sound weird to your mouth? It does. Why? Because you said the L at the end. Okay. The, you guys have this thing. You, where you guys. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. Hey, you guys. <laughs> I'm just saying there is like you don't you don't finish your words. So what are you truly saying? That's the thing. Right. Or or look, can we bring up? How do you say your cousin's cousin's name? Is he a cousin or a cousin cousin? He's a, like a secondary cousin. Okay. And who am I talking about? Who am I talking about? <laughs> Let's hear it. No, I think we should go somewhere else. No, I'm just, I'm, it's an example. Okay. I met this guy. Really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Super nice guy. But right? it's, Okay. And but, I was introduced to him as... John Davy. John Davy. Okay. How would we spell that? Let me see. Yong. 
maybe Y O N. Okay, but it's there's And then Davy like Davy Crockett, right? That's how I imagine. I was like, okay, well, you know, that's his name. Okay. People <laughs> my name is not common, right? And then I ran into him years and years later in the story. Like I'm talking about twelve years after I've known him as that I run into him at Publix and he is wearing a name tag and his name tag says John David <laughs> and I was I I feel like someone pulled the rug out from under me and I could not believe but that that's all these years but that's a normal thing that's I what went I'm to saying. school that's completely normal okay I went to school with somebody whose name was use Navy Okay, mm-hmm. that was her name. That's a very common Cuban name. Use Navy. Yes. Do you know the origin of the word of the name Use Navy? So it's kind of cheating because you already told me. Okay. the The origin is somebody saw a U.S. Navy ship coming by. Okay, and they added a Y at the front of it and made it Use Navy. That's what Cubans do. We put Ys in the front of people's names and we say go. And you never know the origin. That's why I think it's very exciting. So when you say something and you say, I wonder, like, is the word bolada? No, it's bola. Que bola? Okay, bola is Spanish for ball. Right. So you're saying, what ball? Mm-hmm. But what you're actually saying, because it's in slang. Right. That does, that does not translate at all in English. It doesn't. But it's just like now. This is the the kids are using words. No that, cap, bro. Yeah, no, no cap. cap. What? No, no cap. <laughs> I think on. I said that to somebody. I was like, you know how the kids are saying no cap, and they're like, what are you talking about? What does no no cap mean? Oh, that was Mary, one of my sisters, Mary. I was saying that, and she's like, I have never heard that. Yeah. What does no cap mean? No cap. I mean, translate for for the kids nowadays. Mm-hmm. No lie. No lie. But where but does cap no cap come from? means in regular English means no no something that st- that covers the top of something. Well, I thought it was like no capitalization. No. Okay, here's another here's another here's another Cuban one, right? Que vuelta. Is that Cuban though? I feel like that's like that's from somebody else. No, que vuelta. Okay, I would say that you would translate that into like mm, what's going around or yeah, what's going around or like what's coming around what's what's coming around what circle what that's yeah that vuelta yeah. is well and it's actually vuelta. Vuelta? We, vuelta, 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 with the V, but we say vuelta. vuelta, but we say vuelta, oh, with a W. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> see what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's the same. It's the same. It happens in every language. It's like shortened. Well, I guess. I mean, yeah, because you have that here as well, right? Mm-hmm. You've got people who are Southern who say their way, one way. You've got be. You know, people are from California because of the way they speak. You know people are from New York because of the way they speak. Or from and Minnesota. Yes, I love that. I love, I love Minnesota. <laughs> I love that. I love the way they do their O's. Yep. I love that. Um, 
And so I think that because there's so much diversity in our language itself, it's hard for people to ping us and say, this is where you're from. Yes. And it's even harder when you live in South Florida because there's such a mix and you're picking up so much from yeah. so many people. And I and and listen, don't ever put me in a show to figure out where you're from. Okay? I am terrible at figuring out where people are from. Terrible. You know, people who are Cuban, I think they're Mexican. People who are Mexican, I think that they're Mexican. And it's just it's terrible. So <laughs> There's but isn't something it, but isn't it cool though like when you when you get like when you get into a room where there's four or five different nationalities and everyone is talking even though there's a lot of slang that's going on even though there's a lot of <laughs> wait i just remembered something yeah continue. like even though there's a lot of slang there's a lot of like different things that are happening in those conversations Everyone still understands each other. Oh, yeah, 100%. And then we laugh about the things we don't understand. And it yeah. actually creates more conversation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't... I feel like it's it's pretty easy to understand. Sometimes I think what's difficult for me to understand is... I feel some people who speak Spanish speak it faster than others. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so it's a little hard for me to keep up. Or their dialect is... Um, really, really heavy. And like I gave you an example, right, of this person in my class who was speaking and I could not understand a word they were saying. I couldn't understand what they were saying. At all, you know. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, wow, you know. I, I catch a word here and there, but I can't totally understand it. But I, I'm thinking of a funny story. Um, well, <laughs> I was thinking of two things. Uh, one of my classmates said he couldn't hang anymore. And I said, what do you mean by that? What did he mean by that? Because you he, know he everything. Because he, he couldn't keep up. That's what he means, right? Mm-hmm. And and I was like, what do you mean What do you mean by that? And he's like, I, I can't hang like I used to. And I'm like... You keep using the same word. Like, I can't, I don't understand how you're using that. But like, I didn't say that. I'm saying it in my mind. And like, I was like, yeah, but hang, what is... Hang. Hang. Yeah. You know, hang. 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 Well, but how do you mean that? Just like, you know, just hang. Hang where? <laughs> your age was like written all over all your face. All over me. And he was like, you know, like, like people go party and they, they, can, they can keep up. I, I can't do that anymore. And I was like... Oh, yeah, okay, wow. That one went right over me. But funny story with the diversity thing is that uh, a few years ago, we went to St. Augustine. It's been one of those places that I've wanted to visit for a long time because I also love history. And knowing that it's the oldest city is one of those things that it's like, okay, one one of those places I have to see, okay? Uh, Back to Earth, Peter. I'm here. Oh, okay. Hello. Okay. And back again. So we went to St. Augustine. Did you need to say something? No, I, I, was, I, I was looking at something that I wanted to bring up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, th- I felt like I lost you. I felt like I was talking to myself for a minute. Are we going to do this live? <laughs> this is what we do all the time. <laughs> um, but 
we went to St. Augustine, right? And as we're walking through Old Town, uh, our son, Michael, he's walking around and he like whispers to me, right? And mind you, this is a high uh, tourist area. So there's people from everywhere. I kind of felt it's kind of like being at, at Disney, right? Just people everywhere. And he whispers to me and he's like, mom, I didn't know places like this existed in Florida. And I'm looking around as he says that, right? And I'm seeing like these really beautiful old buildings and cobblestone streets. And I'm smiling, thinking, yeah, you know, soak it in, son, right? And I said, how do you mean? And he's like, it's so white here. (laughs) I was not expecting that at all all at all because i hadn't even noticed the fact that it there it wasn't diverse at all and you know when you start noticing that because you've grown up in a place that's so diverse you don't notice when you're sticking out you know like a sore thumb i guess and i thought wow the difference for our kids was growing up with people from every nationality i mean there's there's people down here where we live that are from germany you know it's there's there's people from everywhere it's not just the caribbean islands or you know south america central america you've got people from everywhere especially that we're next to an air force base you know so we've got people well, families from everywhere we, coming we're in, in south florida but again i'm saying like what what a gift it was for our kids to be able to grow up in a place that was so diverse and not feel the shock because that's another thing when people come down here one of the very first things that they say was their first impression is the shock that they get from um the the melting pot of oh my gosh it's so diverse and that's i don't understand that i can't i've tried to imagine what that's like but it's, it's opposite for us. And that's what happened with, with Mike. We got to St. Augustine and everything was Yeah, but I didn't removed. even notice it. He noticed it. To I know, him, but, it was like... But it was all removed. So yeah. it, it was so blatant to I him. Guess. <laughs> I guess. I was so, soaking in the, the history. Because we're so used to... Like, you go anywhere here in Homestead and you, in one, in one span of your eyes, are able to see... Like white, black, Hispanic, um, you'd just go, you know, Chinese. Like there's just such a huge mix um, that it, it it's almost out of place when it's not there. I guess, yeah. So it was a funny story. All right, so share so what. Was, so I was looking. I, I wanted to. I I had a memory of Saint Augustine, and now I can't remember what the place was. But I'm looking at the map because I, I I brought the map on. We need to go back. Okay. There's so much stuff that we did not do. Well, but we it was a very quick stop, remember? I know, but we, did we you... were on our way up somewhere. And we were stopping at a friend's house that was right outside of St. Augustine. And so we stopped just to look around really quick. Remember, we only stopped and had pizza, walked around a little bit. We didn't do any of the, the special things that... Because I'm looking at just a fort. There's like, yeah, yes. I'm just, there's a fort. There's a Ripley's, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. There's the Fountain of Youth. 
We were uh, supposed to go there for our anniversary. We were going to do a carriage an, ride. Yeah, there's an old jail. Um, they have like a really big visitor center with like mm-hmm. a bunch of different stuff. There's um, an old, it's the oldest wooden schoolhouse. Oh, I didn't um, see that Florida. at all. Yeah. There's a, a whole like colonial experience. Mm-hmm. Like we missed out. Yep pretty crazy but again it was just a quick stop but it was uh that was one of those funny things anyways i don't see the little thing like i found what were you looking for exactly do you remember the um, it was down the street where we were walking back towards um like the the college was there on the corner like we could see it across and then there was a park that was across the street from it. Mm-hmm. And in that park, there was a sign that was um, at a museum. And there was something that triggered my memory about that sign. And I cannot remember what it is. But I remember the sign, so I wanted to see if I could see the sign. Oh, I see. To see what why it was. You saw a sign. You saw a sign. I don't know. Okay. But um, that makes me... You're not confusing this with Savannah, are you? No, no. Okay. I'm 100% sure. I, okay. I remember that there was... There was like art and stuff that was up on the walls. And there was a story about it. And when you started talking about St. Augustine, it just brought that huh. like flooding back. And I have well, no idea it what it was. Maybe up in time for you to be able to post it for this week's episode. Maybe so. But Anyways. <laughs> turning the corner a little bit, you know, I was thinking about how our logo is two uh, mugs, right? And we, I think in the very first episode, we talked about it being our coffee cups with our face on it and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought about, we've never really talked about what kind of coffee we drink. Okay. And being coffee connoisseurs. Coffee connoisseurs. (laughs) Okay, like how many people have a gym membership, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe we'd get like forty-five percent people. You think? Or well, forty-five that would admit it, and then there's there's a group in that that just quietly pays their monthly fees (laughs) and never goes. Oh, and then you get to okay, how many people have? I mean, I think if you say a, a streaming subscription. That's really high. That's got to be in the 100%. 90s. 100%. That's got to be really high up there, right? How many people have a coffee subscription? <laughs> I don't think. Me. I don't think there's a lot. No. But we have always just loved exploring coffee, new coffee. The problem is, is that. You know, one thing I would love to do is go to a place where they make coffee. You know how people do these tours and and for wine and they get to see the barrels and the grapes that are being picked and then you get to sample. I would love to go to something like that where they're processing coffee. But not in the jungles of Colombia. Okay. (laughs) I'm saying here. Get your coffee and your... I do not want to be kidnapped. Um, so, but with the coffee, um, you know, 
we can't say that we love all kinds of coffee because that would be false. Right. Okay. And so let, you know, first of all, you've got your three big ones, I think. Duncan, Starbucks, Panera. Does Panera even compete in the coffee scene, do you feel? I say no. You say no. Okay. So you think that the only two big ones are Duncan and Starbucks? I would say yes. Okay. I disagree with you on the Panera thing. Okay. But that's what you say. Which one, what what coffee do you find? Okay, wait. So let's be fair. Uh-huh. You can keep all those all those coffees. Okay, but I'm saying if we're on the road mm-hmm. and we had to stop somewhere in one of those three places, where would you say this is where I'm going to have a bomb coffee cup? And I, this has got to be the poll for this week because I'm going to tell you, you that me, people, there are that your Dunkin' Donuts lovers, loyal fans, okay? And then you've got your Starbucks one. I don't think anybody likes Panera. Panera is my choice. Panera makes the best. If you're going to buy yourself a cup of coffee, that's going to be your best cu- cup of coffee, cold or hot. I don't know. I, I can't stand Starbucks. Can I? Can Can we add a fourth one? Okay. Don't R- say McDonald's. Racetrack. Oh, but that that's fresh, no, no, no. We got to get to gas station coffee. Listen, we're moving. That fresh. This is like the high gourmet coffee. This. What no, are you no, talking no, sh- about? Sh- hold on. I feel that the racetrack coffee. No, there's more gas stations. <sighs> Just do the top three. Then we're gonna move to gas stations. Okay. And then they'll face off. I'll get a cup of water. Peter, you have to pick something. Duncan. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm judging you. No, I'm not judging you. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So the what? reason I say Why? Duncan is it's because down. I know, but I refuse to pay $8 for a cup of coffee. Oh my God. This is a scenario in which you're giving, you're, you've been given a gift card. Where do you want your gift card for your coffee to be? Well, if the gift card was given to me, I don't have a choice. But <laughs> why do you have why are you the way that you are? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is I'm I'm against okay. I don't like Let's Starbucks coffee. Let's go to coffee. the gas station then. Hold okay? on. Uh, what about you? Where, I already said Panera. Oh, Panera. See, I I I would I would if I had to put it in order I guess Panera does have a better cup of coffee than Wow. All of that literally is like we pulled that, your teeth. The caramel, what is it? The yes, thing that you get? the caramel latte. And then the frozen caramel latte. Oh, my God. Okay, so then Panera, Duncan. Panera wins. Panera's underrated. I'm going to tell you that much. Okay. Now, gas station coffee. What are the top three contenders for gas station coffee? Racetrack. Racetrack. Wawa. Wawa. And everybody else. Cause not Seven Eleven. No, it depends on the Seven Eleven. Slice of Heaven. What is that called? Oh, oh, oh heavens! Oh heavens! <laughs> oh heavens be! <laughs> no, the best, the best one to me. So it's just two: yeah. Wawa and Racetrack. The best one to me uh-huh. is Racetrack. Really? But it has to be the Racetrack that has. The fresh beans, okay. where you pick it and then it grinds it and okay. makes you a fresh cup of coffee. 
Okay, and what, the what beans for what coffee? Uh, it depends. I like the Colombian one or okay. the the Guatemalan. Isn't there a go- gourmet roast or something? I don't like the gourmet roast. I always find those to be a little bit soft. Okay, yeah. But the, the Guatemalan Sutron or su- something like that. Right, because you don't like it soft. No. Okay. That's what she said. <laughs> 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 oh god i'm joking over here it's this uh, family friendly I, I, listen i think we're oh, past no. that let's go back to coffee okay. <laughs> have you ever heard it have you ever heard it called bean juice no but i like it i know i came across this this past week and i was like oh it kind of sounds gross bean juice but it was something about like have you got your bean juice today I like be- bean juice is good. Bean juice. Then afterwards, it grew on me. Yeah. So, so I don't. I don't know that I can make a good. Um, I, that I can pick, in a way that that would be helpful for a gas station because, we've stopped at both, mm-hmm. and I feel like, you've told me good things about both. They're not bad cups of coffee. But and for being gas station yes, coffee, but you know. Hold on, top of all, if we were to put everything all together, the best cup of coffee that we have is the one that comes out of our Keurig. <laughs> yes, made with Pete's coffee, Cafe Domingo. Cafe Domingo. That is, is the, the best. best coffee. And let me tell you, who introduced ha- us to to Pete's coffee? We found it ourselves. We found it ourselves. We were part of a subscription to a coffee company. Uh, oh, that's right. Company. Okay. And we tried a lot of their coffees. And there was, uh, um, it was Costa Rican, mm-hmm. um, I think Sumatra, something like that it was called. And that was the taste that we loved the most because they oh, they had that? this it's, quiz mm-hmm. about, okay, do you like bold flavors? Do you like a chocolatey? Do you like this one? And let me tell you, Pete's coffee, you can have it black and that bitter aftertaste that you get in coffee it's sometimes, not it's not there at it's all. It's not there. It's so good. So amazing. And so we settled for Pete's coffee and it was one of those things where... You, we can't go back. Nope. When you have another cup of coffee, you're like, damn, this is not our cup of coffee. So in a sense, we're snobs. Coffee, coffee snobs. snobs. So we've now established through our podcast <laughs> that I'm a beach and coffee snob. And welcome, Ketmia, to the snob world. You're okay. now a coffee snob. Thank you for having me. <laughs> But but yeah, I mean, people. I don't understand. Like, there's people and uh, and that we know that do not know how to make a cup of coffee, right? Um, and I think that that's like they should teach this in school. It should be in home economics. Don't you agree? Everyone should know how to make a decent cup of coffee. I agree. Okay, so when there are adults who are like, I have no idea how to make a coffee. Well, a can you read instructions? Let's start there, mm-hmm. right? But true or false the instructions that come on the coffee if you want a nice strong cup of coffee you kind of have to go a little heavy on the grounds yes and there's and there's different types of coffee 
because there's also Cuban coffee. Which Cuban coffee's in its own league. It's its own league. It's called right? liquid cocaine. Or motor for or motor reason. oil. Or motor oil. Yeah. 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 So. I remember that there was this gentleman that I interacted with at my last job and he had just driven down his eighteen wheeler to make a delivery to my job, right? And this this man, I think he lived in the Appalachian Mountains. Okay. And he came down and and I was just thinking, man, he just made that trip nonstop over here. And he's driving back today. I don't even understand that, right? He's driving overnight, whatever it is. But he's got to get back. And I said, would you like a cup of coffee, sir? And he was like, you know, don't mind if I do. What you got? And I said, this is Cuban coffee down here. And he's like, you you drink them in those little cups? It's intravenous, put okay. right right into your veins. And I said, you just need a shot, sir. I promise it'll be enough. It might be too much because you may not be used to it. He's like, I drink, I drink gallons of coffee on my way down. Let me have that. I gave him the little cup and he knocked that back. And he was like, first, the face he made, his eyes came alive. It was like. That puts some hair on your chest. Okay. Oh, that will put hair on your chest and in places where hair don't grow. (laughs) Also known as Rogaine. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Oh my gosh. Imagine the secret to growing back hair would be for you to wash yourself in (laughs) colada coffee. (laughs) Colada. Like a chia pet. Oh, my gosh. I never had a chia pet. I never wanted one. I never. I thought they were a little creepy. Yeah, they're kind of weird. But you could grow alfalfa if you wanted to. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so, he so had his coffee and he was like, "Woo, this gonna keep me up for hours." And that's another thing. People usually say, "Oh, no, 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 thank you," because we you know when people come over our house, we always ask them after dinner. I don't know if that's a Hispanic thing, but after dinner, normally you have your cup of coffee. I think Italian people do that too. Somebody does that as well. well where the they cup want of Italians the cup of coffee so that they can uh, get the uh, edge off of their buzz. Or maybe they, it's they maybe it's a, wine. Yeah, they drank a gallon of uh, <laughs> wine. But um, but it's like you know, do you want your cup of coffee? And they're like, oh, oh no, 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 thank you. It's past time for me. If I drink coffee past three o'clock, I'll be up all night. And I'm like, how? We drink. How? Listen, when we do drink, we drink our coffee? We drink coffee. Tell them, babe. To go to sleep. We need it. I won't sleep well if I didn't have my cup yep. of coffee. This is the equivalent like of pa- warm like milk and honey. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. At 11 o'clock at night, we'll be drinking coffee. I don't like to drink it so late because we're not going to sleep that late anymore. But 1030, we're, we're having it. And that's just like puts you in such <laughs> a mellow mood. <laughs> well, you know, okay. 11 o'clock. <laughs> so late. I, I can't hang sh- anymore. Well, because that <laughs> it's, it's, stop I can't, it. I can't what I hang. mean is, if you made it at eleven, we'd be up for another half hour. We're not staying up that late. I'm sorry, but normally, I'm saying if we were staying up that late, we can drink it at midnight. Yep, and we'll be good. Yep. This does not keep us up. the The reason we drink coffee in the morning, we're like, oh, I need that cup of coffee. It's just the warmness. It's just the wake me up. It's the smell. It's the comforts of it. It's, it's not it's because it does coating, anything it's to us. It's the coating us. of the stomach until we get to breakfast. Yeah, and it does. It does fill you for some reason. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but I feel like if I have a cup of coffee, I'm good to go to lunch. Yeah. 
which I'm sure is not good for you. But nope. <laughs> but anyway, that's a little bit about our coffee and, you know, what we love. And again, another thing that I would say is on this week's um, post, you know, you could share what kind of coffee you like. Or if you don't like coffee at all, what kind of tea you like as well. Or and you can try Pete's coffee and let us know how much you like And tell us what it. you think. Yeah, I know and we recommended it to one person. It's P-E-E-T-S. Yeah, we'll post a picture of it. Yep. And uh you know, we'll we'll show you our coffee bar that we because you know it's our, it's our coffee space. We have to have it mm-hmm. all set up, and uh, the only thing that we are missing is we need an espresso machine, and we need a bean grinder. Okay, we need a bean grinder so we can get that fresh. Oof, we're gonna elevate our coffee level to the next level. But it won't work because we use the Keurig. Yeah. That's true. Thanks. Sorry. (laughs) You want another cup of coffee? But I do want an espresso. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're still drinking your coffee. Yeah, I drink my coffee like that. Yeah, I'm going to go get another cup of coffee. All right. You want to join me? Yes. All right, guys. We are done for today. Going to go drink some coffee and enjoy the rest of our day. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it. Bye now. Bye.